Episode 5, Interview with Four Subs on Their Different Perspectives on Golden Showers and Golden Nectar Toilet Training. Welcome to Lightworkers Who Play in the Dark, where we bring the darkness into the light. I'm your host, Mistress Damiana Chi, and I have been a professional dominatrix for over two decades. I'm also a certified sexologist and a kink life coach. I hold a PhD and a master's degree in psychology. I am the founder of the Evolutionary Dominatrix Academy and the creator of Conscious Kink Community. These podcast episodes will feature different themes like Q&As, where I answer kink-related questions from my listeners, topic interviews with people in the BDSM community, and femdom psychodrama scenes in which I dominate a submissive while you listen in as we get into some dom space and subspace together. Now, let's get on with the episode. Golden Showers water sports, piss play, and golden nectar toilet training. These are all different names for basically the same thing, urine play, which is such a hot and sexy topic and such a popular fetish. In this interview with four of my personal subs, we break down why this is so hot for each one of them personally and how it makes them feel dominated. I chose the four of them specifically because they hold such different perspectives on this topic, and they explain what it's like from their submissive point of view. They are all subs that I personally play with, so I also describe what it feels like for me, from my dominant point of view, as I play with each of them with GS or Golden Nectar training. The unique relationship dynamics that I have with each one of them impacts my style of play with them, as well as the range of dominant feelings I experience as I play. Hello, everybody. We are here today to talk about a really fun topic. The topic is water sports, also known as golden showers or toilet play. But we're only talking about the golden showers part of it. We're not talking about scat, the scat part of toilet play, which toilet play can include, you know, it's kind of kind of the all encompassing term for for all of all of the toilet play. But we're calling it water sports here today so that we uh, we know that we're only talking about urine play. All right, so I have four subs with me here today, and the reason why I chose the four of them is because they each have a different perspective on why it's hot for them. So we have Gio, who is a pure golden shower fetishist. He's, he's a more of a bottom. He's not really submissive at all. We just do kind of like a like a top bottom role play thing on golden showers so that's how we play with greg when we play with it i we play with it from a humiliation degradation standpoint so that's where i'm coming from when i play with greg with julia it is used as so my golden nectar is used as a way to worship me so julia is more of a worshipful sub when I play with Julia surrounding Golden. And with Charles, he is my personally collared slave. So I play with Golden from the aspect of I'm his owner, he's my slave, my property, and I can do what I want with him. All right, so I'm going to first call on Geo to talk. I'm going to ask you all of the, all of you are going to be answering these questions. 
there's only, there's two questions. The first one is, what is your perspective on golden showers and why is it hot for you? And the second one is, how does it help you feel dominated? Okay, so Gio, what is your perspective as a pure golden shower fetishist and why is it hot for you? Thank you. Um, it comes really from, originally from just how the female body is beautiful to me. And the action of allowing somebody to see you peeing, first of all, is a very private act. So a woman allowing me to see that is, it's almost like I, like I'm, like I'm getting a, an invitation that no one else is getting. So that, that gets sexualized in my head. Um, it's also a very primal thing. The actual liquid is hot. The rushing of it. Um, I'm actually really into when the stream, the the pea stream, is really um, ferocious, like a flood. And um, it it's like an ASMR thing for me. So sound and sight and feel. It's like it's like messing with my somatic and visual. And visual, right. So I'm getting this five sense sort of firework display from my somatic nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also the the fact that women have to like kind of squat down or open their legs. That So it's, you know, that's a very, I mean, that's obviously hot to a lot of guys like and girls, like the way women just wait the placement of women's genitals makes it so they are forced when they pee to kind of be more in like an exposed situation which which just happens to be hot <laughs> so mm-hmm. i have a feeling that the the mystery of the female genitals um, surrounding golden showers is probably hot for all subs who are into this play no matter what perspective they come from i would you say interesting yeah yeah i think um i i think that it it is just it's maybe it's the same thing for women with guys like watching them hold something while they while they urinate maybe um Maybe that maybe that connection is. I don't is, think so. Yeah. I don't think it equates. It doesn't equate. There's no mystery to the male genitals to the, fem- yeah, the it's females. True. It's, yeah. it's all out there. There's no mystery to that. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But so but yeah, yeah, when from, I when I go around to the other subs, I, I, I mean, I'll ask them about this. Is it is part of the mystique? You know, kind of like the the, the mis- is co- part of the turn on come from the mystique of the female genitals. So go on, Gio. Um, there's also just the, uh, the desperation aspect of it. So, uh, I like knowing when girls have to pee really bad. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) so to me, that's, that's hot. I think it, I think it, because I, I, I know that it, it, it's pressure and it's associating, I guess it's me associating um, 
myself with like thinking about their genitals now again because they're mm-hmm. they're 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 noting to an area like obviously there's pressure and stuff and so it's it's this like mm-hmm. that attached with the other parts i mentioned creates this like just this experience yeah you know cool so how does it help you feel dominated the golden showers um being forced to take something being forced to deal with something uh that it's like i it's well um also it's sometimes let me start over actually if you don't mind um go ahead i think it um i think it helps being dominated i think it helps me being dominated because there is a definite um correlation between someone standing over you <laughs> and you laying down or whatever where your position is it's definitely a very dominating situation just physically mm-hmm. without the the yeah. mental part of it and, and so the, the word you said earlier being forced that would make sense right going along going along with with all of it yeah being forced to take it say i'm drinking it or say it's going all over my face or over my body it's being for, what if i didn't like it you know it's being the the, the forcefulness mm-hmm. of it especially i mentioned um how i like it being a large amount and continuous so it's not stopping so being forced to take it until it's over you know Hmm. yeah well it's it's really interesting for me to play with you as a pure golden shower fetishist um, I it's fun I it's it's fun and there aren't a lot like you like I don't have a lot of pure golden shower fetishists <laughs> uh, ex- I, I've had some over the years but you are you know you're 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 the one that I've played with on a regular basis that's just a pure fetishist bottom and we play only with golden showers and that's it so it's it's very interesting to me because there's not none of that dom sub dynamic going on really it's i mean there's a dominating role that i'm playing and you're playing a like a submissive role but it's we're playing different characters we're not playing a dominatrix and a, a slave type of a thing we, we never play that we're, we're playing normal people like you know we're either a couple or we're like brother and sister or something like that and so it's a lot of fun for me so from from my perspective playing as a dom with you it's a lot of fun because it's different and uh, and we can get creative and and when we get into our roles we get really into it they they feel really real when we're doing it so that's that's fun for me and also just peeing on you and just letting it go and just feeling like letting my like when we play, I play when I go when I really have to go really bad. And so to have you under me when I'm when I have to go really bad, so bad that I'm just it's just um, peeing like a racehorse kind of a thing. It's such a rush. It's such a rush. I can't describe it. And it's this like unleashing of like with my other subs, I do a controlled stream because they have to drink it. <laughs> so with my other subs that we're talking with here today, they they have to drink 
drink it, drink every drop. But with geo, it's just like showering all on your face, on your butt, whatever, you know? And so it's a liberating feeling. It's a liberating, powerful feeling to do that on you. Like, I feel like it's coming from like the most powerful, most feminine part of my body. And it's coming out of there and all over you. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. All yeah. right. Great. Thank you, Gio. Thank you. So we come to Greg. So Greg, Greg is the one where we play with the humiliation and de- degradation aspect of GS. So go ahead and describe your perspective of it and why it's hot for you. Well, I, I mean, if you take it from a vanilla point of view, mistress, the idea of forcing someone to drink pee or peeing on them is, you know, very humiliating, very throwing it, throwing it in their face that you have control over them, very mocking. Um, so, you know, it's so super, super humiliating. And, um, uh, I, I guess uh, one scene that I could look back on that to me totally demonstrates it all is uh, one time I was um, basically the dom tied me up. So I'm laying on my back, hands and wrists kind of tied together. So I was in a pretty comfortable position, my knees up. And just just to clarify, she did it. She was tying it tacitly, show me that, you know, I could reach here and pull the slip knot and, and untie it if I needed to, because she did leave me alone. So it wasn't irresponsible tying me up and leaving me alone. But, but anyway, she, she had me tied up in that position, left for a while, came back, and then just like peed all over my face, peed in my mouth, made me drink it, but then also made sure to get a bunch of it on my face. And then she left me, and then so here I am tied up, forced to lay in a puddle of her piss. My, my head was just laying in a puddle of her pee and it's my mind was just racing of just this total humiliation of of the whole idea of this whole scene it was just so so humiliating so um that's that type of feeling um is is i get is what really kind of gets to me and then also even after we finished and she came back and she untied me you know i didn't take a shower and we were at an an event and, and then so um that whole day, you know, I went out, maybe it was around 1130 midnight and go out where, you know, everyone else was hanging out, at, at, you know, on this island or whatever. And, you know, at the Tiki Hut and, you know, I'm covered with, with her pee. And then, you know, I feel it drying on me and it's kind of astringent. And then, then you wake up the next morning, it's still on me. And, and, you know, I don't take a shower until the next night, you know, six thirty, seven o'clock or whatever. So, you know, for whatever, 17 hours or whatever I was, you know, had her pee on me. And, and it was just a very, wow. just a, just, you know, the whole time thinking about just so humiliating that it, it was, you know, great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so hot. <laughs> I'm here smiling as you're talking about it because you're reminding me of these scenes that I've done with. So, um, I had a sub that I was doing eight hour humiliating scenes with uh, humiliation and degradation scenes with, and they were pretty elaborate because it involved like lots of people too, not just me, but there were other men and other women involved in this eight hour day of humiliation. And we would do things like, you know, I, I had my sub 
laying down on a tarp and then all and then all of us would be drinking and pretty much having a party in the other room in the main room and you know when you're when a party's going on there's drinks going on and so we all have to pee at some point <laughs> and so that all of us the men and the women all stood over the the sub and at different parts we we would sometimes we would sometimes do it one by one sometimes we would do it all together and just completely soak him in our piss and then roll him up in this tarp like a big burrito and just make him marinate in it <laughs> and um and and he would just be like that rolled up in the burrito while we kept doing other stuff in the other room you know we would have a meal whatever whatever and then when it was time again we would unroll him and just do it again and do it again and do it again and he would just be completely he was drowning in our piss actually so <laughs> so you're reminding me of um those good old times when i used to do those so yeah i can i can see why it's hot for you greg it's it's peeing on a per another person is one of the most humiliating things from the aspect of the vanilla, right? So when we see these in, a, when we see this act in a movie, it's like let's let's picture a, you know two guys fighting, and then the other, and then one's beaten down, and then the 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 one the victor is pissing on the the loser. It's kind of like like there's no you can't get any lower than that. So yeah, and then when we when we play in it like this in a consensual way with someone that you trust we can go places and just really, really feel free to play. Greg, right? Uh, yes, and especially, I guess, in that case, the uh, quote, consensual non-consent, if you will. Um, so, I mean, to me, it, it's being, quote, unquote, forced on me, even though it's something that, that I, I really want. And, you know, we've also talked about yeah. the idea of, uh, let, let's say, being, you know, a person kidnapped for, you know, maybe he was, hitting on this lady at the bar and so she uh, got her very irritated so you know that she says okay sure we'll go home and the next thing he knows he's caged up or tied up or whatever in some some room and then he's really thirsty and asks for something to drink and then so she pees in a bowl and says here and he goes no way i'm not going to drink that and then she goes okay fine and then comes back two hours later and then he's begging to drink her pee and then she won't let him have it <laughs> you know, and makes him beg some more, you know, so, so, you know, the same, same type of thing, you know, just kind of turning the tables and just, you know, making it mm. as simulating as possible, using it as a prop to make mm -hmm. things as simulating as possible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So can you break down why it's hot for you? Why is, why is it so hot for you? This, the humiliating and the degrading um, act of being peed on, and making and being made to drink. Well, it, it is something that is, you know, it's really not unpleasant. You know, I, I mean, it sometimes I, I could say psychologically, maybe it's pleasant, but, it, you know, maybe it really, you know, isn't per se pleasant, but it's not unpleasant. And it is something that's totally humiliating. So in a way, it's, it's almost like being like really beaten, but without it hurting if that makes any sense. <laughs> so, so that, 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 that may mm -hmm. be part of it, but, but it, it really, Cause, yeah. Cause it's mental. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. I mean, the, it's the act that's so humiliating, but it really isn't, you know, hard to take or, you know, very painful or however you want to put it. 
So it is, yes, mm-hmm. the, the, the total, yeah. total mental. Plus, y- you can argue it's unpleasant or pleasant. I mean, it's unpleasantly pleasant, if that makes any sense. But, you know, if you look at the unpleasant part yeah. of it, then, you know, it is something that can on the surface be unpleasant. So you are being, quote, forced to do something unpleasant, but it's not so unpleasant, mm-hmm. like, you know, being totally beaten where you can barely take it or can't take it that you can relish in the humility of well, it. I'm, I'm trying to like describe the, you know, say there's vanilla listeners out there. Like they can't, I, I think they have a hard time understanding why humiliation is, is hot. So I'm, I'm trying to, because I mm-hmm. get it. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to, figure out a way to describe it to them i think i think it's this this stigma of playing with something that's so naughty right Uh, well it's you know i'm a a sub and it it just is such a way to to have the power demonstrated to you that someone has such extreme power over you um so I maybe mm-hmm. to a vanilla mm-hmm. person that's not something that would be pleasant, but but to me, you know, having that done by mm-hmm. a, a strong woman um, is something that it, it makes me kind of quote weak inside, if you will. Hmm. Yeah. From my perspective, playing with the humiliation and degradation using um, golden showers. It's one of those things that makes me just wickedly laugh. I don't know why, but it's one of those things that just when it's happening, I'm I'm just so happy and there and, and when we're in a room full of other people, if I'm playing with others doing the same thing, if I'm with a room full of like other doms playing with it, we're all in that same um Dionysian wicked energy making someone do making someone take such a take this humiliation so um yeah, and, and then just, with the aspect of <laughs> that's from the, the sadist aspect of, the, of, sadist of the, you know, the latter thing that i talked about where if you know a person is super super thirsty and that's all they have to drink and then finally they break down and drink it that just is another punctuation mark on humiliation, if you will. Right. Make yeah, making them beg for something that's just like one of the lowest things they could beg for to drink. <laughs> yeah, I think you also already answered the why does it help you feel dominated? Yeah, I, I would think um, so in your yeah, answer, sure. Greg. So yeah, yeah. Thank you for your answer. All right, Julia. Julia comes from the perspective of goddess goddess worship when we play with golden showers and golden nectar. I call it golden nectar when we play. And there's a this is a different perspective. It's a very intimate um, th- perspective on it. So why don't you go ahead and describe h- how it is for you? where you come from, you know, your perspective on it. Why is it hot for you, Julia? Thank you, Mistress. Um, it, it really is one of my 
one of my favorite things. I I see you and uh, as kind of this divine being. Uh, I, I see you as a goddess. That's how I think of you. And um, I see that divine in in many doms. That's one of, you know one reason why this is a, an attractive way to play for me because I see it as a gift. It's something that's from your body that you're from your body that you're allowing me to uh, take into me. And it, it helps. um, It's very intimate. Like you said, because it really, I I feel like it helps um, uh, bind us together. Uh, It's, it, it, it's like your power there's something magical about it for me. Uh, there, it, and one of the things that I love is I always want to feel more feminine, more and more feminine. And one of the things that you pointed out to me is when I'm ingesting your golden nectar is I'm getting your, your female hormones and that's helping to change me. And that is really, that is really heady. That is one of those things that just, just makes me swoon. Um, and that, I, I don't call it, I don't call it pee. I don't call it piss. Um, because it, I love the term golden nectar because that it fits so much better to what how I see it or goddess nectar or goddess nectar exactly exactly mm-hmm. and um and there's the reason it's it's dominating too it it's not just there's other aspects of it for me because it's also dominating because it's not something that I choose to do on my own. I don't drink my own. Um, I have to be made to drink it. It's not always easy. It's not always an easy task. Um, I've gotten very, very used to, uh, your nectar mistress. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I've drank a lot of it and uh, you have such a clean diet that it's <laughs> it, it, it's not very um, it's not very pungent as it can be as I've you know I've drank others that has been much harder to uh, to ingest and one of the things that's that I love about it too is um that it stays with me Mm. that when i'm serving you throughout the day and that's all you're allowing me to drink um and i'll just be sitting there and all of a sudden i'll taste i'll taste you in my mouth Mm -hmm. and in my throat and i'll swoon a little Mm. i'll just go oh oh (laughs) and 
you know, driving home and I can smell it. And I remember what it is and I remember what it means to me. But there's also an aspect of it of um, being useful. Mm-hmm. Because when I've when I've served you throughout the day and uh, and you you say I really have to go and you know I have to I have to get the funnel um, and you know it's not just it's not just you giving me this gift it's also like. I need to go and I'm going to use you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember a couple times we were on a, you know, on a break from the call and you came out and said, uh, toilet girl. <laughs> and I just, I just love that. I just mm-hmm. love that. Even though there's not the humiliation, humiliation aspect of it for me. Um, and I, I thought it was really interesting what Gio said about um, about coming from, you know, the female geni- genitals, uh, yes. because I don't I don't see that part. Like I mm-hmm. you I, I that's always hidden from me. And mm-hmm. whenever so often when you give me your nectar, you present it to me in a glass Yes. Um, you've already gone off and and done it and brought it to me as as a gift. Right. Um, but when I uh, when your sister gave me her nectar, she actually uh, went in the glass in front of me while I was on my uh, knees. Yeah. And that's super hot too. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It didn't. It, it didn't decrease the experience at all for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, it, that's it, it right. It did up the anticipation. <laughs> that's something that I forgot to talk about. Is that um, Geo's really the only one that I do, or I I'm exposing my genitals when we play with my subs. I don't expose myself because I believe. That as a dominatrix, as 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 your mistress, I want to keep that part a mystery. So I forgot to clarify that that you know it took me um, a bit of time to feel comfortable with saying to Gio and Gio and I had a few conversations on the phone. And it was like it, co- it took me a bit of time to say, okay, yeah, I think I I think I'd like to do this, you know, because I it's not something I normally do is to expose myself, but. But yes, that's a good that's a good um, point, Julia. I don't I don't normally expose myself. I keep that a mystery, and and it's very interesting playing with you, Julia, because I feel very very worshipped when I play with you. It makes me feel like my goddess nectar is beautiful and delicious and the most delicious thing that you could ever drink and so being made to feel that way it makes me it just elevates me it makes me feel it makes the goddess in me come out because i'm being worshipped so yeah it's 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 very enjoyable it's precious 
it's precious. Mm. That's the way it feels. And um, whenever we have time, you actually have me drink it in front of you and look you in the eye and you actually uh, say things to me that enhance the experience. Yes. Talk I about... You to, I, I tell you to use your senses. See it, smell it, he, you know. Here, here might be something that might happen if I'm actually peeing in the glass or peeing in the funnel or something like that. Um, touch taste. So I've, I've done all the senses with you with, with like, one, like the glass of my nectar making you drink it. Sometimes I make you drink it too. I feed it to you. Yes, and that's always, that's always so, uh, that's wonderful too. It's, it's very, um, it enhances the, the gift part of it for me. Plus you're telling me how it's making me more feminine, how it's, Mm -hmm. it's binding you, binding me to you even more every time, you know, with every swallow I take, it, it brings me closer to you. Yeah. Um, and you tell me that and you look me in the eyes and I'm just, I'm just lost. (laughs) I'm just lost. I do tell you that you are taking me inside of you and it's not just a game. It's you're taking my, my, my DNA inside your body, my hormones inside your body and making you more of a girl. And I told you that I had medical evidence of this <laughs> before. So I had a sub that I, I did this to. I made him drink a whole bunch of my golden nectar. And then the next day he, I believe it was the next day. Yeah. He went and did a full physical at the doctor and and did a blood test and then whatever it was a few days a week later when when the blood test results came back the doctor had a talk with them and said hey the your estrogen level is much higher than it was before (laughs) i wonder why it is and it's not dangerous or anything but that's very curious so i loved knowing (laughs) that there was there's proof like like someone actually did a blood test and there's proof that that your your estrogen level will go up if you drink a lot of female golden nectar (laughs) i love how real that is Mm mm-hmm and it all yeah. feels real to me. It all feels real. Even without knowing that, it all feels very, um, very tangibly real in the moment. Mm-hmm. Can you describe uh, how it helps you feel dominated? Because you're talking a lot about the worship aspect of it. So how do you feel? How does it make you feel dominated making you drink my nectar? Well, I, I, I touched on this briefly, um, that it isn't, it is still something that you're forcing me to do, um, because I wouldn't, as I said, I wouldn't do it on my own. Um, and it's, uh, again, it's not always easy mm-hmm. to, you know, drink that much of it, um, Mm-hmm. Where and the times where you're permitting me only that, mm-hmm. you're only permitting me to drink that. Um, right. That's that's certainly dominating, um, and also uh, using me 
to relieve a bodily need of yours. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very dominating. I, I'm, right. it, it, you know, because as a sub, I want to be useful. Mm-hmm. And in this thing that you'd usually just go to the bathroom to do, you're making me do that. I'm mm-hmm. going to be that for you. Yes. Uh, and again, it's dominating, but it's also a gift. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I do want to mention that I, Julia is correct. I do have a very clean diet. Um, I am a fruitarian vegan and I don't drink anything but water and juices. So I don't drink coffee. I don't drink sodas. Um, so I do have a very clean diet. And so knowing that, it makes me feel more free to play with my golden nectar with my subs. You know, there's nothing for me to worry about as far as, is this going to stink? Is this going to taste bad? Is it going to, you know, so I feel very confident in my, in the cleanliness of my golden. So that's a, that's a, yeah. that's a tip out there. Drink lots of water. <laughs> and that's, yeah. I, I can say it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. It's always the case with you, but it's not always the case with other, other people's golden oh. that I've. Coffee is, is going to taste it is going to make it taste really strong. So coffee drinkers tea is uh, pee is really, really strong. By the way, everyone out there, (laughs) Gio's nodding over there. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Julia. Um, It's wonderful to to, to hear that, to hear your perspective. Thank you, mistress. Charles, slave Charles is, is my slave. He's my property. And, you know, this is, this is very interesting our story with Golden because I never asked Charles if he had a thing for Golden Nectar. I never asked if he's got a fetish or a kink for it. I've never asked because he is my property and it is real. It's real. There's no limits. I do 100% what I want to him and he has to take it. And he has to learn how to take other things that I have a kink for that he doesn't. And he has to do it for me. So our dynamic is, is, is like this. So, and it was only just the other day, like a couple of days ago, Charles, that I asked you, hey, do you have a kink for Golden? I never <laughs> asked you <laughs> because it doesn't matter in our dynamic. Um, and you said, yes, you said you actually did do have a kink for it and you have for years, but you never told me, which is so beautiful because it just speaks to so it's, it's so much, it speaks to so much more of that. Our dynamic as mistress and property is real. Wouldn't you say so, Charles? I would mistress. Um, our dynamic is one of, and one that continues to, to evolve a little bit. Um, and it's my greatest desire that your desires become my desires. And that is, that is my role as your slave and your property. And property is a very powerful thing for me. Yes. And I absolutely love making you serve me for a whole day. And we do this, we do this every week. 
and making you drink tons of my golden nectar, just using you over and over and over and just absolutely bloating you. I bloat you sometimes. <laughs> like I, I don't let you drink anything else but my golden. And it is my, it is to my delight when you ask my permission to go to the bathroom because I know that I'm coming all, I'm, I'm going through your body. <laughs> and when you ask me three times in a day, may I go to the bathroom, mistress? I am so happy. <laughs> yes, slave. Yes, you may. <laughs> One day you may say no, and that may be a problem. Um, I might. <laughs> you know, it's, we've heard a number of um, different attitudes or, or loves or desires here within this conversation. And I have to say that I encompass all of them. The, mm -hmm. the raw sexuality of drinking your uh, nectar, of being on the floor um, while you're using me, the sexuality of that and the power of that is absolutely extraordinary. Um, normally, in, if we are together, I do not actually see you potentially above the knees until you use me as your toilet. And that would be the only time of the day that I would actually see your face. And it is an extraordinarily powerful image um, to see you. At literally towering above me um, to use me. Um, at the same time, when you use me um, as your toilet, it is humiliating, and it's it is a a power dynamic that is uh, absolute. It is you. Um, giving yourself to me. It is a gift, as Julia says, that you are giving me your nectar. It is a, I am an object. I am simply your toilet um, to be used by you. So we have the humiliation um, aspect. Um, the, the, the worship of it to, for me to be able to look up and to see you looking down on me is an absolutely powerful and um, intimidating look, if you will. It's it's it it penetrates my my being. Um, the the power of it in that should you desire to, you can mark me as your property so in, with your 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 nectar if you wish you i will ingest it you can mark me it, the, the desire is up to you and as your property as your object as your toilet uh, these are all very powerful things um, so we have the the sexuality we have the humiliation the worship the absolute worship to look up at you and that when you use me of that that in such a manner, you are expressing your ownership of me. Um, and ownership mm -hmm. and property are exceedingly powerful images and desires that I have. You objectify me as simply a toilet. 
I, I don't, mm -hmm. I'm not a person. I'm, I am just simply yours to use as you desire. And then you have to go into the, the absolute forbiddenness of this. It is, it's something that's, it's so, it's so, um, it's not dangerous or anything, but it's, it's so forbidden within, yeah. pardon me, it, it's prohibited. It's, it's naughty. It's, it's, and, and, mm. and it's just, you do it as if it's the most casual thing in the world. And, <laughs> um, and, and for me, all that, that forbidden aspect, the, the worship, the ownership, the humiliation, the sexuality of it all penetrates my being. And, you coming into me, um, I can taste you. I taste you when I go home. I taste you when I pre prepare for bed. Um, you can feel me in your bladder. <laughs> I, I can feel you definitely in my bladder. Um, the expression of power is is complete, and um, it it makes me you know, the lowest thing you know, lower than your, the soles of your shoes and you towering above me, mistress. Mm -hmm. It's interesting you say that because I was just thinking that you feeling like the lowest thing makes me feel like the highest being in the world. And I also, it's, it's like all those things that you said, because I, because I use you as my object because I I'm humiliating you because I make and, and I because I know you're worshiping me all of those things it really gives me this huge high I, I'm getting like ultimate high knowing that it's doing all these things to you and of course looking in your eyes because that does that only happens during these times throughout the day I don't allow you to look in my eyes so looking in your eyes and looking at that look in your eyes of total submission, worship, also a little fear. It's it's just, oh, it just makes my, my sadism just, oh, it just makes me, <laughs> it makes me feel like just the, the freedom of the, the, the mistress part of me is so big at those times. And so, yeah, I'm, I feel like the most powerful thing there. And I feel like you're the most, the smallest little speck under me. That's how it feels. <laughs> and coming from my point of view, I have to agree with that because while you're looking into my eyes and seeing the surrender, the submission, the humiliation, the fear, uh, while you're seeing those in my eyes, I can see in your eyes the power, the joy, the satisfaction, and the the sheer goddess energy just exuding from you. And I can see these things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the magic of DS, isn't it? We can feel this energy exchange so strong in this in this type of play oh absolutely yes. mistress and, and you know it's it's you take this energy from me and i can i also receive the energy back from yourself when when you do this and you 
release and the the joy that is on your face is is palpable i can feel it all the way down on the floor <laughs> wonderful thank you charles i think we all really did a great job of fleshing out this topic um is there anything in this talk that we forgot to talk about at all um if you have something yes i'll, I'll call on you because i could see you the listeners can't see you but i can see you go ahead julia hey thank you mistress and i just um i i just want to share the the first time i ever told you that i wanted to drink your nectar and it was during a workshop you were using me as a demo and it had it had gotten intense and you had bent down i was on the spanking horse and you bent down and whispered in my ear tell me a secret tell me your secret and i said i want to drink your pee and you got <laughs> and you i i still remember you got giddy <laughs> you got giddy and you're and i i could see the the wheels turning like oh yeah we we can't do that right now because we're in a workshop but <laughs> but you filed it away yeah but i remember mm -hmm. that and i was i was thrilled at your reaction mm -hmm. lovely i love i love that julie thank you go ahead greg uh well one other aspect that to me is fun um an example would be I was at a party with the Dom, actually the same one. It's that first story I told him. She uh, took me into the bathroom, had a wine glass, and, you know, dumped out the wine and then filled it with her golden nectar with me in there. And then we went back out, and just the whole time I'm there, you know, sipping, drinking her golden nectar at this party. And, you know, to everyone else, they think I'm drinking wine. And and there's a lot of ways, and I'm sure mm -hmm. other people have done that too in different ways. Um, you know, it's both fun, it's humiliating. You, you could be at a restaurant or whatever and, and, and do something similar. But that's, mm -hmm. you know, an, another fun aspect of golden showers that I think mm -hmm. hits uh, all of us. Kind of how Charles was talking about how basically this hit all of us, I'm sure for both Julia and myself. Uh, we have, like, for me, there's worship aspects at it, of it at times. So I, I mean, I like having a glass and just sipping it you know, slowly sipping it, maybe taking mm -hmm. an hour to finish it, you know, versus just guzzling it all down. Mm -hmm. And um, so for for all of us, maybe not as much with, with Chio, I, I think it touches all, all, all of these aspects with all, all of us to some extent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So sometimes when I do make a sub, drink it from a, a wine glass or something, I tell them, like with Julia, I, t I, I tell her, savor it, like swish it around on your tongue, savor it. Don't just, don't just drink it down, you know, and, and I want you to taste every little, um, like delicate, intricate taste that's in there. Like it, like it's fine wine. <laughs> yeah. So, so Greg, you're right. I love playing with, with that. Um, I've done that several times where I'll go to a restaurant with a sub. I will put my nectar in his glass and then I'll put beer in mine and they they look the same on the table, <laughs> but we'll have a meal with like that. So that's, that's a lot of fun. Go ahead, Charles. Thank you, mistress. As 
I'd, I'd like to say one thing and, 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 and thank you, if you will, um, for deciding to use me in as your toilet and as your uh, property and as an object. Because as your slave, it's not for me to ask for things that I want. It's for me to be there for you to do with as you please. So I, I do want to say thank you. Thank you for that, mistress. Oh, you're welcome. I love that it came from me. Whenever anything comes from me, it just makes the realness of our dom-sub relationship that much more real, you know? So I love that. I, 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 it was my idea and that I just wanted to do it to you. <laughs> so yeah. Does anybody else have any last thoughts? Gio, go ahead. Um, I guess I just wanted to say that this has actually been really educational for me because mm. like you said, I'm coming from this from a pure fetishist sort of like the actual act, but, but without the Dom sub dynamic, but hearing these other three Dom sub dynamics mixed in with the thing that I really love, it's been really cool because I think it's almost involving like I've taken pieces of it. Like, yeah, I actually like that too. Like I like, I like when you're towering above me, that actually is really hot, even though it's not necessarily a slay, a, a Dom sub thing with you and me. I really like the, um, it, it does look like you're a giant when I'm on the ground and you're mm -hmm. above me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, Gio, I, I think that there's room to, expand upon how we play and um, explore and you know I, I've had long-term relationships with different subs where the play looks totally different now than it did when we first met so there's there's always room to grow and explore with these things and mm -hmm. I yeah so we can we can see how it evolves as we go along mm -hmm. so I, I love that it that listening to these different aspects has has inspired something in you yeah, yeah, I, I think um, I'm also, I, th I think I'm impressed with how well-spoken um, these perspectives are. It's like a lot of time and energy is gone thinking about these these perspectives, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> Correct, yes, that's, that's why I chose all of you, because I know that you are all, that you can all uh, speak to your, the ways that you think about it very clearly and articulately so and intelligently so I yeah so I appreciate all of you this has been a wonderful talk and I hope that it has enlightened listeners about the topic of golden showers and water sports and toilet play so thank you very much for being here all of you and we'll see you talk to you next time It's always interesting for me to interview my subs, something I've been doing for over 25 years now, and I learn something new all the time. I loved finding out new details about how each of my subs feels about GS play. It was revelatory to discover that Charles, my personally colored slave, whom I play with in a consensual non-consent way, feels like every one of the subs feels. He is turned on by the erotic fact that golden nectar is coming out of the most beautiful private part of a woman. He feels worshipful while he is drinking it, and it is humiliating at the same time. 
I loved how Gio said that this discussion was educational for him and that being a part of it inspired and evolved his personal perspective of it. This is an example of how beautiful and ever-evolving BDSM play can be. All subs whom I've had long-term relationships with have evolved their perspectives, kinks, fetishes, and fantasies over the years. As I told Gio in the interview, there's always room to grow, expand, and explore in kink and BDSM. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. This podcast is fully supported by my Patreon patrons, and I'd like to send a special thank you to a few new subscribers. Special access patrons, Sylvie and Bill Bumpus, and exclusive access patrons, Ray O and Andre. Thank you all so much. Your patronage is so appreciated. I can't wait to connect with you all behind the scenes. And many thanks to the editor, the lovely Mistress Persephone Rose. Thank you for listening to Lightworkers Who Play in the Dark. I love providing valuable BDSM content to my community. So if you would like to support this podcast, please become my patron by going to patreon.com slash PhD. My patrons receive different benefits, like asking questions for Q&A episodes, free access to Conscious King Community, and personal video chats with me on a weekly basis. The Patreon link and other links to my different websites, where you can apply for BDSM sessions, kink-centered life coaching, the Evolutionary Dominatrix Academy, and Conscious Kink Community, can all be found on DamianaChiPhD.com. You can also connect with me on social media at DamianaChiPhD. If you love this show, please share and subscribe. And until next time, sending love and kinky blessings to you all.